0: Like confidently opening the show with a garbage intro, so are the games of our lives. I've just been playing Arceus this entire time, so I didn't really have time to make one. These are the games of our lives. Super Mario and Pokemon and all the games that took us to another place and made us want to keep playing all night.
1: Welcome, everybody, to the Games of Our Lives podcast. My name is Bill, accompanied, as always, by the the wonderful, the beautiful, the handsome Tony.
0: Hey,
1: come on, you. Tony, what are we talking about today?
0: Oh, we're talking about you. Uh, me? Yeah, this is a special episode. No. Mm-hmm. Today, come on. Today is a getting-to-know-the-host episode. And I'm going to be your host, Tony, and today's host is Bill, actually, so uh, we're, we're going to get to that a little later on, but right now we got some news to get into, but yeah, it's a special episode, we uh, want to let you know uh, a little about each other, and uh, or a little bit about ourselves, and, and by doing that we're going to be interviewing each other, actually, uh, I'm going to be interviewing Bill today, so you guys could really get a, a good, good understanding of, of who you're listening to on a weekly basis.
1: Yeah, that was so beautifully said, Tony.
0: Thank you very much for Thank letting you. the people know what's going on. Yeah, normally you do that right off the rip. That was, that felt weird. It felt good, though. I kind of liked it. No, don't get used to it, though. <laughs> well, you know what? Something that everybody's
1: used to, if they're a listener here, they're used to us getting into the news, so let's just jump into it. I'm in. Before we get in, there's, there's two massive news pieces, one massive news piece. But before we jump into that, I just want to say, they announced that Master Splinter is going to be a playable character in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video game Shredder's Revenge, which I don't think has a release date yet, but it's going to be a really cool game. It's a uh, callback to like the old TMNT arcade beat 'em up games and looks pretty dope.
0: That's awesome. I know you're a big uh, TMNT fan, so I'm sure you're excited for that
1: very excited
0: have you ever been able to use master splinter in any other games before
1: you know what i not in any games that i've played i know that he's probably a playable character in some of the fighting games Hmm. for tmnt but i don't think he's ever been a playable character in the beat-em-up games Cool. so this is new and uncharted territory i'm pretty excited for it
0: cool you gotta fill us in on how it is when you get it
1: absolutely now here's here's the dealio Something incredible happened this week, and it was kind of unexpected. It caught me unawares, Tony. I don't know if it caught you unawares. Oh yeah. But Nintendo had another direct. You know, a couple of months ago we talked about the Nintendo Direct that was back in end of November, beginning December. And there's another one already. It feels like we just had one, and everybody's been preoccupied with Pokemon Legends Arceus. That it almost, it almost was like Nintendo. Hold on, like I'm not ready for you yet. And they said, shut up. We're going to give you a lot of good things. Now sit down like a good little child and open up. And that's that's exactly what we did. We're going to talk about the whole event. Uh, I'm going to rip through every title chronologically as they were revealed. And then we can kind of just give our two cents on each title. I think that's like the best way to, to go through it. What do you think?
0: It's perfect.
1: All right. The show opened up. I'm happy that Smash is over because this opening would have been another Fire Emblem character in Smash. (laughs) However, it is Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. It looks like it's a follow-up to Fire Emblem Three Houses in the uh, idea that it's a Warriors game, kind of like Hyrule Warriors. I'm not a huge Warriors fan, but the the lore that they go in-depth with seems to be pretty insane. Tony, any thoughts?
0: Not too many. I'm also not a big fan of... uh you know fire emblem games or warrior games to be honest those really miss me yeah. so uh yes yeah, so that's a, a quick pass from me unfortunately
1: all good moving right along we have Advance wars one plus two reboot camp which is a ground up remake of the first two Advance wars games that's coming april 8th which is right around the corner uh kind of a really cool title i'll probably be getting it it's a like a turn-based strategy game was on the game boy advance and nintendo ds i believe did you play this one growing up at all tony
0: i didn't play it, but they look cool to me i like games like this and i i did own the ds ones for a little bit but i don't think i have them anymore and i never played them too much (sighs) so many games on the list you know it's hard to get to a game like especially a game like that where i'm not super interested in playing it but in my head i'm like yeah it's good on the shelf maybe one day it's like uh Never, right you know
1: next up we got no man's sky coming to the switch a game that you know infamously had a really rocky launch maybe like five or six years ago uh now is one of the better games that you can find just with all the work they've put into it coming summer 2022 never played the game myself but uh a cool title
0: son of a bitch miss me again
1: That's that's strike three <laughs> you're out tony but here wait wait let's change sports Let's talk about a little soccer. Oh, all right. maybe a maybe a little Mario Strikers Battle League may wet your uh, wet your lips there.
0: <laughs> Soaking wet. <laughs>
1: uh, I never actually <laughs> take take two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the answer will not change. <laughs> I heard that, and I was just, just, are you kidding me? And it's so good, because on this show, we've, literally, I've talked about how my game nights include Mario Strikers for the GameCube, and this looks like the exact same. I'm like, I hope you could play online with no items, that would be the best, but regardless of that, this is a, this is a, a banger! This is a good, good game to come out on the Switch. I'm saying a lot of misses right now, but I actually have a a pretty—I want to say something pretty heavy uh, or a a pretty heavy statement by the end of the news. I will say it, but but this is uh, okay. This is yeah. This direct really, really kicked the the idea in my head where I probably I'll explain after. Let's keep going. Sorry, I'm babbling.
1: So, Battle League. uh, It's the third game in the series, and there's I feel like there's two camps of people when it comes to Mario Strikers. It's you either love the game or you've never played the game. Uh, there doesn't seem to be much overlap there. Uh, I'm one of those people who, unfortunately, just have never played a Strikers game. <clears throat> Hopefully that changes, because everybody who talks about the, the franchise has nothing but phenomenal, phenomenal things to say about it.
0: Really good game.
1: Next up, they uh, showed us a little salmon run in Splatoon 3, showcasing a few new enemies... A couple of new abilities. And, I mean, Splatoon 3 looks just like a really solid follow-up to Splatoon 2. I, Splatoon's been a really interesting franchise when it comes to their releases. Because they really, iteration to iteration, it doesn't seem like they change that much. Yeah. But they add just enough to kind of sweeten the pot. And, I mean, Splatoon 3 does look and feel like a solid follow-up to Splatoon 2. Uh, if it ends up being more of the same that's that's fine, but it I mean it looks like they're at least putting in the work for it and um I'll be getting it it's it's a fun team shooter. I have the first two spent you know at least 30 plus hours in each so
0: yeah, same so,
1: solid, solid title.
0: Yeah, I agree. I like it. As a Nintendo IP a lot, I think it really competes with the other shooters. And I think Nintendo just made an absolute like gem when they came up with Splatoon, and I have both of them as well. And this is one that, although I didn't play the second one as much as the first one, I still enjoyed it for a little bit. And I, I'm not sure really how much you could change in a game like this, but it seems like they're doing the best they can, and I am a fan of the series and also is that a salmon run is that the equivalent of like nazi zombies on call of duty even though i'm not a call of duty fan at all i just wanted to state that on the record
1: it is essentially their horde mode yeah
0: horde mode that's a good way to put it
1: where it's like wave after wave of uh enemy and they just keep spawning and you have to like protect a point sometimes there's just like different missions that you have to do in the meantime but more or less that's what it is it's honestly my favorite mode in splatoon 2 because you and three other friends can play nazi zombies together
0: <laughs> that is uh that's that's cool and also that was one of the weirdest trailers i've ever seen in my entire life i just wanted i don't know if anyone else got that from watching it but even the way it ended was cute with like the w- weird music into uh the giant monster or just into like when they have to Whatever the goal is of the Horde mode is to just, like, complete collect something. The or eggs. activate. Collect the eggs. Right when they did that, the music changed. I thought it was really cool. But, like, um, but yeah, if you ever just find yourself smoking and want to watch something weird that's, like, I mean, that was just out there. <laughs> that, that I don't know why it caught me like that, but go back and watch it, and you'll see what I mean. I was like, what the hell is this right now?
1: Uh, I'm going to have to go back and watch It looks like they may be adding a Salmon Run story mode or something.
0: That's it, cool.
1: I mean, that that would be my guess. Just the fact that there's like a giant mega boss. Uh, that remains to be seen. Next up, they announced a game called Front Mission First Remake and Front Mission Two Remake. Looks like some Gundam type games. This is a good cool down segment for <laughs> Nintendo. After dropping Strikers and uh, Splatoon Three info, you need to take a breath every once in a while. Nintendo is adept at this by dropping. Some, like, game that nobody really cares about. No offense, Front Mission First fans. I've literally never heard of the franchise. And then they're like, hey, here's some Disney Speedstorm. (laughs) And this is, at this point in the direct, I don't know if this is where you felt, but a lot of people pre-direct were clamoring for, like, Mario Kart 9 information, something like that. And when I saw that they had a kart racer at the beginning of this direct, I was like, damn, we just there's zero shot that we're getting any mario kart information Mm. uh that that's how i felt because i'm like why would they why would they promo two kart racers in one thing but then again they know that nobody actually cares about disney titles (laughs) (coughs) which is fair do you agree tony
0: oh yeah yeah. Oh, I yeah, you took all the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say you're offending front mission fans and then you're like sorry if I'm offending you guys and you're like no one cares about Disney and I don't care about Disney. So uh
1: there there's another Disney game actually after Speedstorm. Uh, they have Star Wars Star Wars The Force Unleashed. All accounts I've heard that's a fun game. Uh it looks like the the Switch is just kind of stockpiling uh PS3 classics these days. <laughs> <laughs> and that continues with the Assassin's Creed Ezio collection that's also coming out. Like, really, they're just, like, stuffing
0: this console
1: with a bunch of shenanigans.
0: You know, what's going on with the consoles swapping, like, old games for each other, it seems like.
1: Yeah, I don't know. And then there's another Gundam Battler coming out called uh, SD Gundam Battle Alliance, where you get to play as these, like, chibi robots. Again, uh, I think we're still part of the cooldown Uh, segment of this and then they start ramping things up and this is kind of a a hit or miss thing there's a new uh remake of chrono cross coming out chrono cross is the sequel to chrono trigger and or at least a spiritual sequel Uh, i'm not sure how much overlap story the two have i don't think any characters are really the same and i've never played it because chrono cross was a ps1 title Mm. growing up i did play chrono trigger loved it but I've heard a lot of people say they're they're not a big fan of, like, just the visual uh, direction they took this remake, hmm. unfortunately. Hmm. Uh, Tony, any thoughts on uh, the last couple of games there? Star Wars, Creed, Gundam <laughs> Battle, or Chrono Cross?
0: No. Pro tip for everyone. Um, in this order, forget there's a Nintendo Direct. Have um, your podcast partner and good friend text you... Um, anything afterwards, hopefully hype in all caps, just saying bro, um, watch the direct and skip through the games that you don't care about. And I could say pretty confidently I skipped through just, you know, clicking another minute, another minute, you know, I skipped, uh, pretty much through everything that all of like past four games until I saw the chrono stuff. And then I was like, Oh, what's this? Okay. It's, I'm not a huge fan and I, (laughs) probably have said on this podcast that I'm really kicking myself for not picking up Chrono Trigger for the DS when it was like 25 30 because I had many opportunities to and now it's like 100 bucks uh and right. I really want to play that. So that's that's high on my list of games I want to play. It's that everyone says that's a good game.
1: Yeah, that's what I've heard. So
0: don't know anything about Chrono Cross though.
1: I got to say the same, not 100% sure. But I do know something. I think the whole world fell in love back on uh february 9th and they fell in love with a character called carby <laughs> uh kirby and the forgotten land announced that they have a new mechanic for the game and it is called mouthful where kirby inhales something so big that he himself cannot swallow digest it
0: oh carby like a car
1: like a car i gotcha and it shows car, uh, Kirby eating a car, a vending machine, some water, handful of things. And he's got, like, different abilities through those that he can use to uh, do whatever he's got to do in this Kirby and the Forgotten Land game. This is actually one of the games that I'm probably most hype about over the next, like, three months.
0: Me too. Very,
1: very hype on this game. Game looks cool. Uh, not only does Kirby have the ability to use these mouthful abilities he also has the ability to upgrade his abilities throughout the course of the game so good which is really cool it's that's something that kirby's never done so i i wonder what kind of a experience this is going to be it seems really 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 fun
0: yeah very very uh a lot of potential very excited for this title i can't wait there's a day one buy for me
1: absolutely a day one buy Unlike MLB The Show 22, unfortunately. What? Sorry, uh, uh, baseball fans, but MLB The Show 22, not here for it. Same. Also not here for Kingdom Hearts Integrum Masterpiece. Anything that has to do with Kingdom Hearts using cloud saves is is going to be bad, plus the price point for this game is absolutely ridiculous. It's like $70 for the collection. Jeez. Yeah, and you can just buy, like, the HD version on, like, PS4 for, like, 20 bucks, so...
0: Oh, that's shit.
1: Yeah, don't waste your money. They, they're they really doing a a terrible job rolling out Kingdom Hearts for Nintendo, and I strongly
0: suggest you everybody avoiding it just because it's gonna just be dumb. Whose fault do you think that is? Sony's or Nintendo's yeah. or both? It's so weird. I
1: think... I think it's a little bit of both. I think the thing is, they're trying something kind of new with this. Nintendo hasn't really done these, like, cloud service games before. Hmm. And I think they thought that they were going to hit it out of the park with this Kingdom Hearts. But from all accounts, it's just shaping up to be a disaster. So, I don't know. It's kind of weird. And it's hard to, like, say Nintendo's truly at fault here. Or solely at fault. Because... There's, there's still, like, 50 other things we're going to talk about today that are <laughs> awesome.
0: Yeah, I uh, yep. kind of skipped through this. I got a little hype when I saw it, and I was like, oh, well, I skipped to the end, and when I saw Cloud, I was like, oh, they put Cloud from Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts, everyone's going to be hype, and it was like, no, it's a save thing. It actually said that to me, and I was like, oh, that's I don't care about this at all now.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it's forever over now.
0: Yeah, I don't even use the iCloud on my iphone you know i'm just like i don't care about i don't i don't know that stuff just like misses me in 70 dollars uh you could have said it was 10 dollars i'd be like i don't care about that exactly exactly but do you care about klonoa yeah i like klonoa well the only one i played was shit for the wii but aside from that i like the character and i think the the gba games have potential and uh yeah it's uh a character that i like a franchise that i think i've just like found at the store for a good deal when it was hyped for the Wii and had some good experiences with it. So that's why I like it. But that has nothing to do with, you know, gameplay. And from all the gameplay I've experienced, it's pretty shit. So um, I am excited for it. I think it, <laughs> it's a good title to have on there.
1: Now, what is, is Klonoa a, a 2D platformer or a 3D platformer?
0: Yeah, it's like a 2D side-scroller, I think, for the most part. I think you go up and down, too. I mean, it's not so linear. Okay,
1: all right, all right. Interesting. Like, I I saw it, and I was like, that's kind of cool. Here's uh, Nintendo adding more stuff. It is the Portal Companion Collection. You got Portal 1 and 2. Dude, that's big. It's cool. That's insane. I don't know. I already own it for Steam, so it's like, I feel less hype about it. But it is cool. Like, Portal's an awesome game. Portal 2 is an incredible game. It is cool that they're coming to the Switch.
0: I really like that move.
1: Yeah, and I don't think it's a bad move at all. All they got to do now is bring... uh, left for dead to the switch <laughs> and we're all set <laughs> next nintendo announced a uh, a remake of a pretty interesting looking game uh, the game is called live alive or live alive live alive, <laughs> live, alive? <laughs> live alive look alive boy get your sentences straight come on now well i can't because i i'm too enthralled by this game it is such an a unique aesthetic for this game it looks like it's 2d sprites in a 3d world and it has big like super nintendo rpg energy i don't even know what kind of game it is i don't know if it's an rpg i don't know if it's a like a beat-em-up i don't know if it's a platformer but the game looks cool as hell it's right up my alley i'm definitely gonna look into this game it comes out in july it's weird i
0: i i'm intrigued i want to i want to see more of it Hmm, is this the one that looks like chrono trigger those yes. sprites okay yeah i kind of skipped through that i was like and eh, that's good yeah i was that's like fair. maybe hype and then i was like eh, i don't think yeah. it's gonna be but if, i could see why you would think that
1: it, yeah i mean I, i'm a big super nintendo rpg boy as it is so
0: well, your interview's coming soon
1: but next up we have we've got one of the more hype announcements If uh, Strikers Battle was the first uber-hype announcement, this was the second uber-hype announcement. This is Nintendo Switch Sports, baby. Baby. So we had Nintendo Sports, or we had Wii Sports. We actually talked about it a few episodes ago. And Wii Sports Resort. And now Nintendo Switch has a sports title. It almost feels like weird that they haven't come out with this sooner. Just because it feels... It just feels like... Like, of course this this is a thing. Of course this should have come out already. You know, we got Wii Bowling is back. Wii Tennis is back. We've got Badminton Volleyball Soccer and Shambara, which I think is the new name for sword play. <laughs> and a DLC coming out in the early fall with golf. I mean, what's not to love? If you, if you like Wii Sports, it's a $40 title they already announced. It's going to be really solid uh they're gonna have a little demo running from the 18th through the 20th of february i i like it i i think it's great i i'm in love with the fact that it's only a 40 dollars title what are your thoughts on this game tony
0: yeah i completely agree with everything you said i think it's um uh, i actually think it's a good time for it to drop too you know i think uh wii sports club for wii u got drastically overlooked as did everything for the wii u but this is you release this around launch I'm not sure maybe it becomes like a one two switch kind of thing that I've never played but I'm like oh yeah that's still a game that I should play you know so now that they drop it like all these years later it's like okay oh yeah Wii Sports I think they're doing a good job with the the timing and I am excited about it because you know it's Switch Sports baby it's gonna be what's not to like about Wii Sports but for the Switch and with other Shambada it's true. Was it called Was it called Swordplay in the old one, or was it called Chambara? I don't ever remember playing that uh, another one, unless it was on like the Wii Sports Resort that I didn't have. It was
1: in the resort, yeah.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, I've only played with so many swords, Bill.
1: One at a time. <laughs> Next up, we've got Taiko no Tatsujin Rhythm Festival, a uh, a rhythm game. Featuring the adorable Bongo Boy himself, Don Chan, who is a uh, staple in Mario Kart arcade uh, titles. (laughs) I honestly thought that they were. I thought this was the Mario Kart announcement. When I saw him, I was like, oh, this guy's in Mario Kart arcade. This must be a Mario Kart announcement. Uh, But no, it's a rhythm game that's coming out for the Nintendo Switch. And they were touting. Uh, a really solid lineup of songs including megalovania from from undertale if you like rhythm games you're probably gonna like this just seems like a a good rhythm game
0: tony yeah Yeah, they come out once in a while it's nice that the switch is getting one as well seems fun haven't played it haven't played it
1: never yeah i never knew the name of this franchise and i still really don't
0: (laughs) i think there's one on the wii yeah, there's one on the Wii. There's other ones, too, I think, but there are uh, some come with drum sets and whatnot, but, you know, I'm sure it's fun. But Bit Trip is the best yeah. rhythm game and guitar heroes and stuff, so this one, I think, gets swept under the rug, unfortunately. A lot of unfortunatelys.
1: Yeah. Next up, which is, I think, fortunate. I haven't played it yet, but Triangle Strategy has a prologue demo that's coming out that features chapters 1, 2, and 3, and the game itself... I think still is TBD on release date, but available now. You can download the first three chapters of the game, which is pretty cool, I think. I played the demo. I liked the demo uh, back... It had to have been six months to a year ago now that the demo was released initially. It is uh, like a tactics strategy game. Seems pretty solid. It's got that same kind of 2D sprite on a 3D field aesthetic. Uh, time will tell. I'm still shiny hunting in Legends Arceus, so... <laughs> Uh, ain't going to happen anytime soon, but, you know, it do be like that sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe it'll be good. I think they're, uh, they're trying something new and they want to hook people in, so they're like, oh yeah, we'll give you a free sample of the game here, play three chapters of it if you like it, you do. You know, if you don't, then at least, you know, we gave you something new to try. As someone who played the
1: original demo, I think it's really smart they're doing this because the demo was kind of like, kind of felt like a little eh for me. Yeah. But they drop you, like, smack in the middle of a story that you, like, you're, like, already in over your head about. And I think they did a a poor job presenting Triangle Strategy. So I want to see how they do with this. Uh, It'll be interesting.
0: Yeah. Well, good luck. I'll probably never play it.
1: Fair enough. (laughs) Are you going to ever play this game, Cuphead, The Delicious Last Course, the DLC coming out for Cuphead, featuring a handful of new boss fights and... Uh, Chalice Girl.
0: I've never, but have always wanted to play Cuphead. I've heard really, really good things about it. Um, and it's just always been on my list. One of those games that also gets swept under the rug on... Fortunately, just didn't I don't know. I I just like don't go on the eShop if something doesn't come out physically, I'm just like done. I'm just like, "All right, oh, is, this is a game. You got Is it for what's it for? Oh, it's online." I just get really confused and then I never play it. But I've heard good things. I'm sure it's like downloadable on the Switch. I don't know. I played Cuphead, never beat it. You like it? It was fun. It was really fun. Okay. Okay. I,
1: I just kind of it's one of those games where like the more you play it, the more you develop muscle memory for it. Gotcha. And and I feel like it's been long enough since I played the game where I've kind of lost that muscle memory.
0: Gotcha.
1: And it's like, do I really want to relearn all that just for a DLC thing? TBD. What? Un, well, here's another thing that came out pretty cool. If you own Metroid Dread, there's uh, two new difficulty settings coming out. They are announcing a rookie mode and a dread mode. Rookie mode is a little bit easier than the, the easy mode, or I guess the normal mode. <laughs> and dread mode is a one-hit kills you mode Oof. and i think that's pretty solid definitely a, a cool idea they're going to be adding a boss rush later in the year should be solid i like the addition don't know what else they could add to a game like that so it seemed pretty good
0: yeah i like it a lot that's uh, a game i feel like they should hold close to their chest and be proud of it you know because people have been really wanting a good metroid game for a very long time and i think they finally delivered on that and now they're giving you a little extra to enjoy with the game and i really support that they want people to just be like yeah you know you like this game well now it's a little harder more challenges it's like not over for you yet
1: you know what else isn't over our love for earthbound
0: yes dude so hype when i saw this uh, this is the first
1: time EarthBound is coming to a uh, Nintendo console since, I want to say, like, the Wii Shop. Mm-hmm. And EarthBound Beginnings is also coming out. Still waiting on that Mother 3 drop. <laughs> Still has not been released in the West yet officially, and this is a good first step. EarthBound coming to, the, to Switch Online is a huge, huge thing, I think. It's already available if you have Switch Online. Uh, and Earthbound Beginnings, the prequel. Tony, you gonna you gonna get Switch Online so you could play Earthbound? Oh, you need to get the the Plus. No, you no you don't. You just need Switch Online.
0: Uh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, that's oh. If I didn't have it's, it, it's it, part I would. of the SNES thing, I think. Oh, that's I, I was under the assumption that's what it was, but the way you just asked me, I was like, oh wait, do you? My, is my online not enough? But that's that's so nice to add. That is just a, a, a real gem of a game to to let people that have online play. <laughs> that that's, I love Earthbound, and I've been looking for a physical cart for a while because I stupidly sold mine. I had one, I sold it, and uh, then it went up like every other video game ever made for Nintendo. But I'm very happy I could play. I could actually stream it now because it's literally right off my Switch, and I could enjoy Earthbound again without having to spend $300.
1: Is that what it's worth right now? Yeah. Dang, I have that.
0: That's cool as hell.
1: Actually, I, I have to say, I, I got it as a gift from our friend
0: Matt. Oh, uh, what a nice years gift. Years ago. What a guy. Tip of the hat to Matty. You
1: know, forever tip of the hat to Matt. Just absolute gentleman and scholar and wonderful human being. Love that man. Next up, we have uh, Get Ready. This one was a big announcement. I nearly lost my mind. Zombie Army 4 Dead War. Oh! I honestly don't even remember this announcement.
0: This is a quick skip through.
1: Don't remember this one. Don't remember Getsu Fumaden Undying Moon. Don't remember Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba. The Hinokami Chronicles. Don't remember Lego Brawls. Don't remember Two Point Campus. Sounds good to me. Which leads us to... My favorite announcement of the day. Tony, would you agree? Yes. So, Nintendo announced as their, as what I thought was their, ah, here's our last little ditty, they announced that Mario Kart Deluxe 8 would have, or no, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, I'm sorry, would be revealing a booster course pass, which is a, basically a season pass that you can buy that unlocks over the next two years, 48 new Mario Kart 8 Deluxe tracks. And I'm pretty sure all of them are going to be courses that are being remade from the ground up from old titles. I don't know how many original tracks there's gonna be, but still 48 tracks. That's a big number, Tony. Bro. And the first set of tracks comes out in March and it's 25 bucks or free if you have Switch Online Plus. Or switch online pro. And
0: dang it, that looks good. Sounds good. No matter which way you, you you dice it, this is a win. This is a huge win. Well, we got coconut mauled. <laughs> got Choco Mountain. We got Chalk
1: we got Choco Mountain. We got so we got eight new courses coming up, and three of which are from Mario Kart Tour, and the other five are from previous Mario Kart titles. I think that's awesome. I think it's really cool that Nintendo is putting this out. Mario Kart 8, already one of the best titles on the Nintendo Switch, even though it's an 8-year-old game from the Wii U. It is just making a game that has a... It's genius. This game has the largest install base probably of any game on any active console right now. Hmm. The install base is about 50% on the Switch with this game. I don't know any other game that comes close to that kind of presence on a console. But 50% install, install base is insane. And by tying this to the new Switch Online Pro or Switch Online Plus, it is a slam dunk reason to get it if you haven't gotten it already. This caters to the largest number of people that Nintendo could possibly cater to. <laughs> and if this isn't going to get people buying Switch Online Pro then not much will because this is this is it I'm very happy for this I'm super excited over the next 2 years I'm going to be playing a lot more Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Tony what are your thoughts
0: Same completely agree it, it it's so weird because even though Mario Kart 8 and Deluxe have been out for so long it still feels like... how. W- what do you want to change about that game? Almost nothing, right? It's like one of the best Mario Karts ever made. It's just like a, a, a unbelievable game. The idea of working on a new Mario Kart just doesn't... Like, okay, I'm sure they would kill it if they did that. It'd be a really good job. But like, I don't think it's quite necessary that they have to do that yet. But also... This game has been out for, like, seven, eight years. It's like, we, we want some more Mario Kart, and they're just like, here's the perfect happy medium, not just another couple of courses. How about, like, doubling the game size in courses? You know, what I mean? it's just like, that is insane to drop that many courses even if they're just remakes if all of them are i still think that's okay because that's just so much more content in courses that you liked growing up or playing games in the past and and being able to share those online with other people and just that's just such a win for mario kart fans and that's basically everyone that likes nintendo so at least 50 percent. so i i think it's genius i i yeah. It's still it's
1: 48 tracks. The current Mario Kart roster has 48 tracks. Yeah. So they are doubling the current course list. This is turning into basically Mario Kart Ultimate. Yeah, it really is. And I think people are going to start treating the uh which tracks are going to get revealed as like the next like smash speculation. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, but Tony, we have to do it because this is what we talk about what's your number one most wanted track that they could add to the game
0: Ooh, that is such a good question
1: if you you had to pick one which one would you absolutely want
0: oh wow that's a good question um maybe luigi raceway for the n64 no i'm kidding um maybe all the ones that i really really like they actually have on there i'm trying to think i'm thinking n64 i'm thinking ds but they didn't they really put a lot of good tracks from both of those games, I really, I'm just so happy. I guess uh, honestly, Choco Mountain would have been one of my higher ups. So the fact that that was like the one they announced, I was like, dude, are you kidding me? That's, that's insane. Maybe uh, Donkey Kong Raceway for N64, like Banshee Ooh. Board, all the N64 maps, obviously. How about yeah. you? Uh, if I were if I had to pick one, I would say,
1: I almost want to go with uh Daisy Cruiser from uh, the GameCube double dash game daisy cruiser would be really cool i the way you feel about mario kart 64 is very akin to how i feel about mario kart double dash Mm. and i'm like you know what just add all the damn double dash levels (laughs) because they're just that good i would love to see a circuit though one of those things just to be like all of the rainbow roads that we don't already have
0: Ooh, rough rough
1: i i do think that the current rainbow roads are some of the weakest Rainbow Roads. Hmm. Uh, I really like the Super Nintendo one. I don't care that much for the remake of the Nintendo 64 Rainbow Road, uh, as I've noted before. And and I think the, the newest Rainbow Road is, like, it's okay. I think it's solid, but it's not great. I think the 3DS and the DS Rainbow Roads are incredible. I think the GameCube Rainbow Road's incredible. The Wii Rainbow Road is great. So I think bringing all of them in would be like a slam dunk idea
0: okay you convinced me that that all sounds very accurate i can't disagree with any of that
1: Uh do you have any other hopes for the mario kart 8 deluxe booster course pass
0: i don't think so i think this is uh i think 25 dollars for another for you know doubling the game i think is very worth it with how good this game is and i think having nintendo switch online plus getting it for free is such a I mean, all the anger that we said, oh, this is just outrageous, 50 bucks for this, it's not even that good yet. Like, all this stuff, they're just, like, fixing their mistakes on top of giving us really good content, too. Right now, they're just doing everything the right way, it seems like. Gotta
1: love it. Gotta love it.
0: Yeah, this is a good time for us right now. We've had definitely, like i don't know the past six weeks at least three or four episodes where we're like nintendo you're just killing it right now when do we ever get that like this often this is a really good yeah. time for nintendo fans
1: yeah this is definitely a, a golden age for nintendo fans and it got even more gold when they announced xenoblade chronicles 3 mm. uh 8 it's a franchise that it's again like you either love it or you haven't played it yeah uh, every everything that i've heard about the game i've i've heard literally nothing but incredible things i actually purchased xenoblade chronicles one uh the definitive edition which is the remake for the switch so i do plan on eventually playing that because i if i'm gonna play through xenoblade chronicles i i'm gonna have to play through the first two games before i get to three and the game it looks cool like there's a lot of like sword fighting and robots doing wars and giant (laughs) monsters and i mean the the soundtracks are all jams and bops gotta love that so it's super hype
0: yeah it's uh another game that i fall on the side of just not interested in it by the looks of it but it is probably very good kind of game um and i think that making another one for the switch is just they're just giving us content and it's all all the stuff that i'm saying right now and, and well that they're giving us ties into to what i I really want to say um as soon as we're done with the news because it's uh something that I don't know if I've said before
1: well, we are done with the Nintendo Direct,
0: so Tony, let's hear it speak your speak your mind i think I think the Nintendo switch is the best console of all time <laughs> whoa <laughs> i wait, wow, I mean you're not wrong, but
1: wow. <laughs> i'm hold on i'm trying to think i'm trying to think and it's hurting my brain i what is your argument for nintendo switch being the greatest console of all time let's hear it
0: i made a list similar to a early episode smash brothers list but legitimate even though that one was completely legitimate i don't want to hear anyone disagree with that um I'm here for the Chrysler Sebring still. Plus Chrysler Sebring for Smash when? Dude, I get dozens of emails asking about the Chrysler Sebring stuff, but I never answer them because they're all in my dreams. Um, What was I going to say? What were we talking about? Why do I think this is the best system? All right, let me preface it with, or start it with, I think all the best versions, and I've said this before, like especially for... Mario Golf, Mario Tennis, Mario Kart, like, I think all the really good versions of certain game series have their best or, like, closest to what the best iterations of those games were in those series on the Switch. I don't know if I just phrased any of that correctly. I think that I did, but I might have been redundant with the on the Switch part. Basically, like, I love Mario Golf, great franchise, Super Rush, unbelievably good, Mario Tennis, I love it, the N64 one's the best in my opinion, the Switch one feels just like the N64 one, which is exactly what I would want, so with all that being said, and uh, now being able to play those games that feel those ways online against other people, I think it's finally hitting something that all like little N64 kids slash fans you know what I mean like growing up playing that and just wanting to play the, those games with other people I think now being able to do it it's such a good time but I just want to I really want to drive the point home with this list of games that I made it just while you hear this list think about how these games are either just really good standalone games or like the best in their respective series or closest to the your favorite iteration of that game in that series. Okay, I'm really confusing myself. No, I'm just kidding. All right, Mario Odyssey, Mario Kart and all the DLC, Mario Party, which some people didn't like, but the mini games are really good. A Mario Party remake collection of all N64 ones, Smash yep. with the roster that it has. The well, just being the ultimate game, doing things that things. I don't know, who whoever would have thought a game like that with those characters would be out. Mario Golf, Mario Tennis, a Paper Mario, the 3D All-Stars Collection, you have Breath of the Wild from Zelda, even though it was on the Wii U, but I'm sure it's better on the Switch. More Zelda games, I'm not a big Zelda fan, but you know, all the, like, Cadence of Hyrule and you know, all the Hyrule Warriors, all that stuff. Pokemon Let's Go was a good smash-up, or, yeah, Let's Go was a good smash-up between Kanto and Pokemon Go. Uh... Sword and Shield and Diamond Pearl, not that good, but Pokemon Snap 2, the Switch got, and Arceus, so this is like all stuff that's up my alley, I'm just like, how is this real, and I'm playing it online, enjoying it with other people, not Pokemon Snap, but you still can, good Metroid, Splatoon 2 and 3, as far as shooters go, because that's like the only thing Nintendo's ever lacked. A WarioWare game, a Bomberman launch title, and Bomberman Online. A main series Yoshi game, Sonic Mania. Two dual packs one has Monkey Ball, a new Monkey Ball, two No More Heroes games, Ukulele, which is close to Banjo Kazooie. A good, solid Kirby title, and an additional open-world, unbelievably good-looking Kirby game. The new Xenoblade, all the stuff that they announced is so good. Dragon Quest, Luigi's Mansion game, Mario Maker. How about Animal Crossing? Like, and even stuff that's on other platforms that we still have, like Shovel Knight, Undertale, Hollow Knight, Pokemon Unite, Need for Speed Burnout. Like, the Switch has everything that any fan of any game would like, and it has literally all of them, and they're online, and it's fluent, and oh, it's just like, that's my point. I just, it, now that they're getting Mario Strikers, and they have N64, and like the virtual console stuff, like the NES, NES Genesis Online and a Switch Sports, like, from all those consoles, you are taking the best of everything, packing them into a good console, and just, like, letting the the fun and the time just run rampant. And that is, a, I think, a very su- solid argument for why it is, and I don't want anyone to hear that and go, oh, what is he talking about? That shit is very possible.
1: Yeah, I, I'm i trying to... I've, I've been thinking about what other consoles would be even considered runners-up and given everything the like sheer number of titles the accessibility the innovation that each system uh, brought in their due time I think that I have two competitors and by the way you're like dead on with with a lot of this like the Nintendo switch is The greatest Nintendo console of all time. Hands down, it's not debatable. It's just the best Nintendo system, period. And the two consoles that I think give the Switch historically a run for its money. Now, the Switch is the fifth highest selling uh, video game console of all time. I think if you reduce that to home consoles, it becomes number three. Uh, the Nintendo DS is the second highest selling uh, of all time. My my two arguments would be the console that did this the closest to the Nintendo Switch about 10 years ago was the Xbox 360. Hmm. I think the Xbox 360 kind of had it all as well. Just kind of had like every title. Like obviously, it's like if it wasn't a Nintendo title, it, it found its way to the to the Xbox 360, so at the dawn of the internet era, I think the Xbox 360 kinda was that console, and then even before that, during the pre-internet era, I think the PS2 might have been like that console that just like had every game on it, like some of the best of their franchises, and I think you have to just look at it in historical context. I think right now, the best console is the Switch. But I wonder when you put them up in historical context, I wonder how they stack up compared to the I would I would say like the PS2 is like the number one contender. I think the PS2 was an incredible console. I didn't even own a PS2 growing up, and I am a Nintendo fanboy, and I think the what the PS2 offered was absolutely uh just wild. But I I think pound for pound right now you you might be onto something saying the switch is the the greatest console of all time especially with the current titles and the future titles we still have a new freaking zelda on the horizon
0: (laughs) yeah i uh you're right about everything that you said i also was a nintendo fanboy growing up i am very biased towards them so i could say with much confidence it's definitely the best nintendo system to ever come out but being biased i that's basically saying it's the best system of all time, you know, and I, I don't right, have a lot of right. experience with PS2 and Xbox entirety. It's an entire entirety to me. I like Halo. That's the only reason I had an Xbox and Crimson Skies for like a couple weeks, you know, maybe Battlefield or something. But aside from that, I can't really speak for PS2 or for 360. But I've heard, I mean, people absolutely love PS2, so I can see why it would be one of the best of all time. That's probably the the biggest contender. I completely agree with you.
1: I mean, what do you guys think, you listeners? Uh, Let us know on, you know, Twitter, or youtube where we uh, upload these uh thoughts you can find us at games of our pod and on uh twitter and you can find us at games of our lives on youtube so let us know tony any other
0: thoughts Mm, no we're like an hour in we didn't even do that's all news sorry that i just took up a big chunk i'm not trying to make this about myself i was just thinking no 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 like good thing we have a podcast and can talk you know to everybody about it and share it with bill
1: straight and i'm happy we had it i mean i knew i knew that the nintendo direct would take a lot of a lot of the the main time for this
0: Yeah, it was a good one but but you're not getting out of this interview easy don't worry it's gonna take a a solid amount of time (laughs) weeks maybe
1: years hopefully (laughs) guys gals and non-binary pals we are at the the main event for today's episode and that is the interview of bill
0: Getting to know your
1: hosts. Y'all didn't see, but I did a little dance when he's uh, Tony sung that. I'm not gonna oh, lie. That's cool. That's cool. So Tony, what's the uh, what's going on here? Explain to the people what's happening.
0: I'm gonna interview you. I didn't look up any interview questions. This is all. These are all things that I thought of that uh, I thought would be good to help the people who listen uh get to know you a little bit better i just did the the myers briggs uh personality test last night so i would love uh for you to i'm just going to ask you a lot of questions from that because it's what did you score for that um defender Ooh. how about you so i've taken
1: the test probably like since since that 16 personalities website came out yeah i've probably taken the test like five or six times and i always land between two hmm I land between the entertainer and the console.
0: Interesting. I have so, not read what they all mean, but for anyone that's listening, I would say... You so know, that's an
1: e- ESFJ slash ESFP.
0: Well, that's a good way to know. I think that test, and I, I took it about a year ago and got... Uh, the Defender and then took it last night and got it again and uh, I think it's 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 pretty spot on with, uh, with, with mostly everything you know so uh, I think that's a good way to judge people's personalities and I think if anyone wants to know any of that side of Bill you can go look up the EEB ESRB thing that the numbers he just said and uh, go figure whatever they are and go uh, learn about that but this is my these are my questions. These are all completely... Re- no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, this is uh, this is your host, Bill, uh, that does the podcast with me. You guys need to... We just talk about games, you know, whatever's coming up, and we definitely get our opinions in. But now I want to try to help everyone take a look into to little Billy's brain and, and, and why he thinks the way that he does and how he feels about certain things. So if, if you're ready, I would love to to get this started baby hi <laughs> i mean yeah
1: yeah no i'm ready for it let's fire away
0: all right here we go welcome to the interview we are here with the fabulous wonderful charming bell i mean uh bill but i want to start light if that's okay so that's fine w- what's your favorite color favorite color is purple dude really me too it's a good color love purple do you believe in the death penalty Do I believe in the death penalty? No, I do not. Why not?
1: Because we don't have extra lives. There's no respawn IRL. And that's not a risk I'm willing to take. What if I'm framed for double, triple, quadruple genocide? (laughs) You know? I I can't take that risk. I'm not going to try to speak it into existence. And that's why I'm uh,
0: against it. Wow, I, I really put that second after saying Starlight in hopes that you would laugh and not answer me, but that's a, a very very clean answer. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> hey, you're asking the questions. You're going to get answers. I'm taking them seriously. <laughs> Let's go. All right, this is going to be fun. <laughs> no, just kidding. It was going to be fun anyway. Um, now, could you, could you give us a little background uh, of yourself like what did you like as a kid besides games like how you know what your first consoles were and, like did you like you know what kind of tv did you watch if you watched it you know were you into sports as a kid just you know take take us back a little bit little bill
1: all right here's the story a little bill little bill grew up with a controller in his hand uh, my father had a nintendo entertainment system and as early as the age of two he would hand me the controller and like have me cut shrubs while he was doing stuff (laughs) so he would have like rupees and things like that in zelda and i grew up you know kind of in my my dad's video game shadow for the first few years and that's kind of where i i got hooked on it and i eventually replaced my father with a super nintendo as a parent figure (laughs) and that kind of just snowballed into where i am today as far as the, the games that I played most as a, as a Wii lad, I played a lot of. oh I played a lot of, like, DuckTales on the NES. There was a game called Dragon Spirit that I played a lot of. This was, like, a top down shooter. Uh, played a lot of Super Mario Bros. 2. And then when it came to Super Nintendo time, played a lot of Mario RPG, Final Fantasy 4. As far as television growing up, I don't know, I watched, like, all the cartoons. All the cartoons including Pokemon. Pokemon was probably my favorite cartoon growing up. I would I remember sticking a cassette into the VCR and recording Saturday morning cartoons if we ever had to leave the house for something. <laughs> so I would come home and watch Saturday morning cartoons on VHS that I recorded. Yeah, as far as like growing up like fond like my fondest video game memories, I think one of my favorite favorite memories Growing up uh, in regards to video games, is between the ages of maybe like 10 and 15, myself, my sister, and my cousin we all played the uh, OG Pokemon games together for the most part, specifically Gen 2, Gen 3, and Gen 4. And we all had, you know, Game Boy Colors and Game Boy Advances and DSs during that time, but we would often hang out like outside either on like our back patio or like in our back woods and we would just like sit around and play pokemon together for like hours after school and that was basically us going outside (laughs) and i i hold those memories very fondly it was it was a lot of fun and it helped keep my cousin out of trouble and it was uh it was
0: really it was really nice it was really nice I'm sorry, what was the question again? <laughs> Can you repeat all of that? I'm sorry, I was not listening to any of that. Just kidding. That is a wonderful answer, and it sounds like you had so many good memories, and I could see why you know you turned out the way you did. You definitely grew up with some uh, good games and had, I don't know, a lot of good opportunity, and it just sounds nice. Sounds like a, a lot of good times, and I think that's important when you're young. I think it's very i don't know something nostalgic but also i don't know happy stuff makes me sad so when i can look back on something and be like wow I, I really i don't know i've had a nice life like a lot of those moments stick out you know we, we definitely have had uh good opportunities and i'm glad you were able to experience all of them
1: yeah, i appreciate the question thank
0: you no problem now uh now are, would you say your brain is warmed up are, are you are you good for some some quick rapid answers
1: Ooh, we're doing a rapid-fire segment?
0: Quick one, yeah, quick one. Okay. Console. Favorite game for Nintendo? NES? Mm-hmm. DuckTales. Super Nintendo.
1: Uh, Super Mario RPG. N64. Banjo-Kazooie.
0: GameCube. Uh,
1: probably Thousand-Year Door, but I I can't think.
0: That's fair, that's fair. You can go back and change them on uh, 10 episodes. Uh, Wii? Anything for the Wii?
1: I'm going to say Mario Kart Wii. Hmm. Wii U. I'm gonna say Mario Kart Eight. <laughs> and how about the Switch? I'm gonna say Mario Kart Eight Deluxe.
0: <laughs> and how about the PS Two? <laughs>
1: uh, I'm gonna say there was this like Chinese knockoff game called uh, Mario Kart Station. No, uh, <laughs> I, uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas.
0: Ooh. Uh, how about your your precious 360? My
1: initial guess is one of the Guitar Hero games, so probably Guitar Hero 4 or Rock Band 2.
0: Ooh, what about original Xbox?
1: Didn't play original Xbox, but I'll just take the easy answer and say Halo. Fair. What about PS4? Ooh, um, PS4, I don't know that I've played any, maybe the Ratchet & Clank remake, I don't know.
0: Um... Wow, that's a I'm, good good way to ruin a whole interview with that answer. Are you kidding me? Ratchet and Clank. No, I'm just kidding. I, that's fine.
1: <laughs> I don't even remember what game. That's, like, the tough thing uh, with a lot of these, like, late-era games, like PS3 and on and, like, Xbox 360 and on, because I don't remember which one was, like, an exclusive to that particular console.
0: Fair, fair. What about DS? Got a favorite DS game? It's probably Pokemon Platinum. Yeah in game boy game boy advance so if you had to pick like one pokemon game from all of them game boy color
1: we'll go pokemon silver and game boy advance game boy advance man golden sun Ooh, good pick golden sun and its sequel i guess like you take both
0: wow huh all right
1: you nailed it bro
0: oh oh one more one more what's your favorite favorite controller
1: favorite controller is right now it's the nintendo switch pro controller but the gamecube's up there
0: good answer good answer xbox,
1: xbox one is up there too
0: they're good they're making them good my favorites are always gamecube and 360 but the new playstation and, and like the pro controller for the switch and the xbox and that they're nice they're real real good i think i'm just nostalgic maybe but this isn't this isn't about me dude so tell me by the time the <laughs> people hear this uh it's gonna be too late March. anyway yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh if you if you predict right unfortunately everyone is gonna think that we're liars if either one of us do but super bowl sundays in two days who do you like what do you think the score is gonna be so uh
1: i i'm rooting for the Bengals, but i am taking the rams to win
0: 30 28 wow close game yeah i have uh i also i i like the rams i think the rams are gonna win i have them winning at a three nothing i'm just kidding i think they're Ooh, gonna win close uh, game no, no. Actually, I do think it's going to be close, but I'm going to say 24 to 17. I think the Bengals are going to get a garbage time touchdown, and and then the Rams are going to seal it up. But All right, we'll I can see. see that happening. Yeah, I think you're a big football guy, so I wanted to throw that in there. Absolutely love football. Do you like football? It was my name. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you got your name, uh, your your Twitter handle, your Twitch, everything that you've done for as long as I've known is uh, Bill the Fajita. Where did that name come from?
1: So, my original uh, YouTube handle when I was doing let's plays uh, and first making content for the internet, I was actually Chicken Fajita Twelve. Twelve is my favorite number, so that was where that number came from. But Chicken Fajita, I was literally watching an episode of Family Guy, and <laughs> Peter Griffin is going through a drive-through, and he's like, "Yeah, I'd like a uh, ten thousand chicken frigides," and. <laughs> I was literally just like I, I had no idea what to name myself and I was watching that and I was like I'll be Chicken Fajita twelve. Like that's <laughs> that's it. And then over over time, you know, you, you try to clean up your username and get rid of any new numbers and stuff, so and make it more personal. So I went from Chicken Fajita twelve to build a fajita over the last like three or four years. You like it? It's alright. You know, it's got my name and it's got Fajitas still, so six out of ten.
0: <laughs> you heard it from him. He doesn't even like his name, ladies and gentlemen, a non-binary Edelman. Uh, Ad- Ad- now I remember back in the day when you were Chicken Fajita Twelve, you had yep. a lot, a big following on YouTube. You had like ten thousand subscribers, I think. Um, what? But now you're you've kind of had a, a revamp of uh, with like Bill the Fajita coming back into streaming and still pursuing everything. What? What happened in between? so as as my
1: content creation was getting kind of kind of rolling i was also in school for nursing and i had to kind of make a call to really do the nursing stuff or really focus more on the 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 gaming content stuff and i chose to go with the nursing stuff i don't regret it at all um i you know i i've been a nurse for 10 years i love it it's you know, one of my favorite things to do. But I I fell off of the content creation wagon because between work, I, I ended up just spending more time with, with friends and family. Uh, and I decided to take on a career in travel nursing where I would move every few months and take short contracts, like three to four month contracts. And I was out in California for the last three or four years you know doing the the travel nursing and i ended up staying in in northern california for uh, a little over two years before uh, a little a little ditty you might have heard of it uh the coronavirus came around and forced me to stay indoors and two two things two major life changes happened because of the coronavirus in my life uh Three, I guess you could say. One, work got absolutely insane. As a registered nurse, work was uh, low-key hell for a little bit. Uh, Two, I got connected with my girlfriend. We started talking, and we are now moved in together with an adorable, precious, little, sweet boy named Chalupa. I also moved from California to the Midwest, and I restarted my content creation I was sitting indoors, not doing much, and I, you know, saw that some of my friends were doing Twitch streaming, and I was like, hey, you know what? Sounds like fun. Let's do it.
0: Wow. Thank you. Yeah, I was gonna, uh, I was gonna say, if anything, you know, feels too personal, feel free not to answer, but I, I knew all of that, but I maybe phrased the question, uh, almost like assuming that I knew something happened, but I just wanted the people to know, like, yeah, I don't know, you, uh, you made a you know life decision at some point and uh, cuz you've been doing content creation for a long time but it's nice to know you know your your thought process behind it and your priorities and stuff and i think it shows you know how high your intelligence is and decision making is and how successful you could be um you're just one of those people when you put your mind to something, I know you're going to do it. You know, I know, like, you were killing it with the YouTube stuff, and you're killing it as a nurse, and now you're killing it as, you know, revamped, you know, starting up everything again for the past, however long it's been, and just on such a successful path, and uh, you're just one of those people. It's You always want to surround yourself with good people, so I'm very fortunate to, you know, have you as such a close friend
1: i really really appreciate that 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 means a lot coming from you and i i feel the same about you man i i, I love your company and you're you're always a, a fantastic talk a fantastic hang and i really appreciate you
0: thanks bro i appreciate love you, man. that i love you too these are the games of our <laughs> lives <brand. laughs> could you give us like a top five or a top ten of your favorite pokemon
1: Top five favorite Pokemon? All right. Number one is Zapdos, and by extension, Galarian Zapdos. I'm just going to put them at, like, 1A, 1B. Sure. Number two, I really, really, really like the Turtwig family, uh, specifically Turtwig and Torterra. Uh, only two forms in that lineup. Kind of wild that they would do that to a starter, but you gotta you got to give them credit for being brave and only having uh, two Pokemon in an evolutionary line for starters. Uh, Wag of the Finger to their Shinies, though. Shiny (laughs) Turtwig is great. Shiny Torterra is just just a god-awful clash of colors that we do not like. (laughs) Hard to argue with that. Oh, man. Some Shinies, man. So disappointing. (laughs) Uh, But we'll talk about that a little more in Tip of the Hat, Wag of the Finger. Uh, Three more Pokemon that I really, really love. I'm going to go with Gengar. Gengar's really cool, just, a, just like a badass Pokemon. Drapion is one of my favorites. I love that Accordion Scorpion. And to round out the top five, uh, let's go with... Ooh, ooh. I'm going to go with Crobat. I've really I've really grown to to love Crobat uh, over the last, you know, maybe half decade. I never really used Crobat up until relatively recently, but he's kind of a badass.
0: I agree. I love Crobat. Crobat's in my top, somewhere, top 25, top 35 or something like that. But I do like Crobat a lot. Just got my Shiny and Arceus. Good answers. I think uh, such a big Pokemon fan, it's it's cool to, you know, everyone has their favorite in their top favorite list and whatnot. So it's always good to, to get in a Pokemon player's head a little bit. Yeah. All right, so this next one, I, I actually got this off your Twitter I, uh, I did a little homework, and I just wanted to get like a, a more in-depth explanation of what this means. But you said, you tweeted this, and I quote, I have a serious problem with anybody whose nationality, religious views, and or worldly beliefs differ from mine, and I would love for someone to ask me why, <laughs> so I could open their expletive eyes. <laughs> why, why would you say something like that?
1: Well, you know... There's a lot of people that come after me because they think that Generation 6 is the best generation of Pokemon, and I just can't let something like that go by idly. Okay. So this is, this is actually more about Pokemon fans and them thinking that anything after Gen 3 is, is better than anything from the first three generations. And that's really where that energy comes from. Okay. That I think that's what I meant by that tweet. But that's that that, absolutely real and not totally made up.
0: That's but that doesn't really cover like the, the religious views or the nationality. Do you really feel that way about everybody <laughs> that disagrees with you?
1: Yeah, if you're from if you're from uh Galar, you can kick rocks, you Galarian nerd. No. <laughs> like hate that nationality. And then Clown. uh And religion, like, you believe that Arceus is real? Like, are you kidding me? We are Mewtwo family. Alrighty?
0: Jeez. That is, uh... (laughs) Did not expect you to be so... (laughs) So... Yeah, so, so, in agreement with all that, that is, uh... Yeah, that could be taken a lot of different ways, and, uh... Yeah, I... If you, i don't know if your phone's next to you i actually sent you a copy of that tweet because i was like well, are you kidding me like did you really write this is there like a an app where you <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> what, what the
1: frick <laughs> yeah there is there's a website
0: where you can make oh a okay fake i was like <laughs> holy
1: shit like i no shot that that i wrote that in the year of our lord 2021 <laughs>
0: Like <laughs> you could pick a date and everything. It's real. It's a real good website. I just that's in fake terrifying.
1: Tweet. <laughs> it's Generator, scary,
0: right? Exactly. That's
1: terrifying. The fact that you can make a fake tweet on somebody. Wow. Uh, and let let it be on record that I do not have any problem with any human being with any nationality, religious view, and or worldly belief that differ from mine, except for the explicit things that I had mentioned in this podcast. That's right, if you are from Galar, you're just a bad person.
0: Noted. Let the record show that Bill <laughs> is an equalist and uh, a nice guy, but Gen 8 sucks. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> is, uh, do you have uh, a game that you physically want um, that's like highest on your list right now? Like a game that has not come out yet that I'm very excited for? No one it's, one that's already out that has a, like a physical copy that you want to get your hands on for your collection.
1: Ooh, like a game that I would want a physical copy of. Ooh. That's that's tough. Um I cuz I pretty much have physical copies of just about every game that I would ever want. Yeah. I Oh, sorry. I I'm thinking like I, if I could get myself a uh, a physical copy of like Mother 3, that would be great. But otherwise, I don't know, man. Like I, there's probably a couple of GameCube games that I'm I'm missing that I really would like, but I can't really think of anything. Maybe maybe like Coliseum or Gala Darkness or something like that.
0: Or Bust a Move three thousand.
1: Bust a Move three thousand. That'd be solid.
0: Cool. Cool. All right. Yeah. So a Couple Pokemon titles. Good ones. Good ones. Um. Do you have a favorite food? Favorite food.
1: Uh, i've recently discovered a a new favorite food i didn't even know that it was my favorite food but it was recently pointed out to me and i was like get out of here like you're right though i i I like salad a lot
0: like i've been okay all right next question next question i've been been eating a lot of salad
1: lately but other i i think pizza is actually my 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 go-to (sighs) though Dang. Okay. It's okay. it's pizza. Uh, pepperoni pizza specifically. Could throw some pineapples on there. That'd be
0: pretty dope. But good answer. Good answer. You saved it. You saved it. <laughs> <laughs> no, like at, not just as a, a, a traveling nurse, but from any place that even you haven't been. Do you think you have a favorite place in the world? Like a like a nice. I mean, California, where you were, the climate seems to be, like, perfectly 65 all year round, you know, or 70 or whatever it is. Is that, like, has that been, like, your favorite place to visit or live?
1: Uh, San Diego is probably my favorite uh, city that I've ever lived in. Just what you can do in that city, like, just what it offers is pretty incredible. The the food options are absolutely wild. You're never more than two hours from any climate you want to drive to um i mean it's it's really solid beautiful weather all the time i i i do have a special place in my heart just kind of like for the west coast in general but uh my favorite city that i've lived in uh based on the city itself would probably be uh san diego
0: cool good answer I'm saying good answer, like you're uh, answering the question on Family Feud and I'm part of your team. Oh, good <laughs> right, answer, good answer. Right. That was but... worth
1: 18 points. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, the legend, Louie Anderson.
0: He was a host on uh He was a Family, family feud, feud host, yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Do you have a biggest fear?
1: Biggest fear? Uh, yeah, I do, actually.
0: <laughs> oh, here it comes.
1: Flying in airplanes. Do you really? I hate flying in airplanes, dude. Wow. and i i fly more than the average person uh for sure just because i live far from home so i do fly home uh a decent amount to visit and i hate flying dude it i don't know if it's a control thing or what but I don't like being in the air i get scared about turbulence you know i
0: yeah flying sucks dude and so yeah. do so do snakes <laughs> well, imagine flying snakes Dude that would be the end of you
1: Yo snakes on a plane is an actual like True nightmare <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah flying is Can be scary they say it's the safest form of travel But I, I don't know you, Mankind has come a long way And it does seem pretty safe But it, the concept is scary And I'm someone that doesn't like rides uh, At the amusement parks So I completely see Same. where you're coming from Oh I
1: hate roller coasters dude
0: Hate them hate Hate them
1: couldn't pay me to go on roller coasters see me miss me with the roller coasters see me in the arcade
0: yep yep i'll
1: I'll be the one trying to like game them all to like figure out how to min max my my time on these stupid arcade games to win the most tokens or tickets
0: (laughs) oh yeah carnivals it's all about i mean i remember the carnival that had an arcade with like winnable claw machines when stuff was still like 25 cents and 50 cents was quasi they, uh, oh, I don't know if they revamped yes. it, but I got shirts that say, like, Troy Aikman on them that were, like, XXXL on me <laughs> and just, like, went down to my knees. I have, like, a, a, a weird, weird stuff. But you would win. I would win over and over again. It wasn't rigged like it is now, and now is a good time. Have you ever been yeah. there when the arcade was there? Yeah, I loved the
1: arcade there. Are you kidding me? I used to go, they used to have, it was called, like, quarter night, and my parents oh. would take us sometimes where, like, everything was a quarter. Like, all the rides were a quarter all the just like everything was a quarter and you'd get like a soda for a quarter a hot dog for a quarter and then you'd spend the rest of your 10 bucks that mom gave you at the arcade so you had nine dollars and 75 cents to like just go ham
0: (laughs) that sounds incredible quarter night oh my god Yeah. wow did i never experience that and i kind of want that right now very badly yo come on come on over
1: we can I'll, we can have our own quarter night I'll charge really? you a quarter to play every game we
0: play all right <laughs> deal perfect all right I think I just made out all right now we're gonna play a little game called bang Mary Kill we all know the, okay. the actual name but I'm not trying to swear and shit so a little um. <laughs> all
1: right a little f m k let's hear it
0: <laughs> all right birdo Professor oak and cubbert.
1: Uh, so you're absolutely gonna marry Professor Oak. I mean, 100%. Like, that's... Why? Listen, he is an amazing father figure for Ash. I mean, he even bedded his own mother. He uh, Let me phrase that. Professor Oak a- bedded Ash's mother. Like, there's no way that they're not in a relationship. I've seen the anime. He's always checking in on Ash. And he just seems like a, a smart dude. Uh, gonna, gonna have to. It's it's close between Qbert and uh, Birdo. because they're <laughs> basically the same thing, right?
0: Cubert put on a a, t- a bow tie for this, by the way. That, yeah, it changes the Mary but, thing. But, but Birdo, pretty...
1: Birdo also has a bow tie, but it's on yeah, top but, of her head.
0: Okay, that's all right. I wasn't gonna mention that. So I think, I think I'm gonna go with, gonna bang
1: Berto, kill Cubert. Unfortunately, oh
0: son of a bitch!
1: Too many pixels on Cubert. A lot of sharp edges. Sorry.
0: Wow. All right. That's fine. No, completely acceptable answer. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Show me, kill Cubert. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that is in in my game. In my interview. it it was a trick question and you gotta just pick hubert for all three um (laughs) let's see let's see who are your top three favorite video game characters not including pokemon top
1: three video game characters not including pokemon uh gonna go with uh mario mario (laughs)
0: actual for my
1: yeah actual first and last name gonna go with waluigi waluigi is just one of my favorite just nintendo characters all time all time and then number three this is this is a tough one i think i'm gonna dang these are all mario characters i'm gonna go with bowser
0: wow okay okay I think
1: bowser, bowser's like a pretty fun character like he's sometimes a villain sometimes a hero sometimes just kind of a a jerk but he's lovable in the end he does the right thing in the end usually
0: good answer good answer was it on the board? It, no, none of these have been on the board, but still, you're oh, trying. Dang. Um, no, that one was, yeah, no, that's good. That's Those are classic characters, kind of. Waluigi's not super classic, but he's an he's a interesting fella. Um, you think OJ did it? I
1: mean, it did it for me in breakfast times. Like, I love orange juice. Like, 10 out of 10 breakfast beverage but really only hits the spot in the morning with breakfast. Like, I don't know, can't do mm. orange juice in the evening. Not not great. Uh but the guy driving the white white Bronco, yeah, he absolutely did it. He
0: he killed his <laughs> wife uh officer. No further questions um except for a couple more questions that I have. Um and this says let's talk. What did I write in my notes? Let's talk quantum nucleic radiation theories. What's what's up with that? What's
1: up with that? You know, there's there's been a lot of a lot of discussion on the thing that you just said, and and really, you know, there's three different camps. You have Noah uh theory of lamppost relativity. You have Ginglebump Digglehorn's obvious and you know very warranted discussions on. Uh, how ted talks apply to quantum malarkey and then you know i don't have to mention the third
0: thing but we yeah, all know think, yeah that's, that's we all know yeah yeah uh, cigar is, is oh go ahead sorry
1: yeah no i was gonna say i i, I kind of see where number one's coming from there
0: <laughs> yeah no i think yeah i think they all have some truth to their to their theories but also i could see why people would you know just feel the way they do about them more or less um, so you know, Bachelor number one, two or three, I guess we're on GSN today. Um, you have any favorite movies? Favorite movie is Step Brothers. Is it really? It is. Wow. Okay.
1: Always good um, for a giggle.
0: Yeah, haven't seen it all the way through. I'm actually uh really not a Will Ferrell fan, so I love John C. Riley. But, uh, yeah, I really feel badly saying this. If you're not supposed to say something nice, don't say it at all, right? But, yeah, I'm just not a a Will Ferrell fan. That's fair. He's
1: not for everybody.
0: um, Or anybody. But um, final question. I'm just kidding. He's a nice guy, I'm sure. Um, Do you think gaming in the coming years will be all digital? And if you do, do you like that idea?
1: I don't think it will. Uh, I think there's too big of a market to be had with collectors that companies just won't move away entirely from a digital space. In fact, you're seeing a lot of games that initially release as digital copies uh, come out with physical releases even years later. And I, I think that there is a place for it, and I understand why people like it. So I don't think anytime soon we'll be going away from it. However, I think the majority of people will probably move to a digital library of games. Just for convenience sake, it's tough to display, you know, 200 video games. You know, just even storage alone, you know? Yeah. Like, I I have, like, four hard-copy Nintendo Switch games in my life, and I hate it. Like, that's too many. And I'm actually... I, I actually kick myself... Because I have a physical copy of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and not a digital copy. Like, I wish, wish I had a digital copy instead. Really? Yeah, 100%. And I wish that if... This is one thing I, I wish Nintendo did. If you have a physical copy of a game and it's registered to your name, you should be able to just download a digital version of that game.
0: Then can't you sell the physical copy, though, and then then no one would ever be able to play that copy again because it's linked to your name, or when someone registers it, then it becomes unassociated from your account. I don't
1: care what happens to the person after me. <laughs> this is a, a question all about me. Gotcha, and, sorry. And, and me wanting a gosh dang digital copy of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe.
0: Uh, I think we're going to end the interview segment on that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate the interview that you've performed today. I... I thought the questions were very well thought out. I really appreciate you asking these questions. I am excited to make more Games of Our Lives episodes with you, Tony. And it is the highlight of uh, my week in the video game realm. I-, I really appreciate having you here with me, experiencing the uh, the world of gaming together.
0: Well, Thank you. That means a lot to me, and I feel the same way. I always look forward to, to doing the podcast, and uh, it's nice to... The whole process, everything about it is nice. The phone call before and and just catching up for a little bit and then just discussing games and what's on our mind. It's a very good outlet of, uh, and also a good way to stay on top of stuff and and just feel like I'm more in the video game world, which is my favorite place to be, you know, one of them. So it's just a nice way to to stay connected with, you know, a good friend uh, in, in a good world. I think... You know, when you start getting isolated with games, I think that's where it becomes uh, more toxic and less fun sometimes, potentially. But when I'm texting a bunch of different people about, you know, Arceus and we're just discussing discussing shiny stuff, it's just like it, it, gaming is so good right now. And being able it to really do this is. and talk about it is just fantastic and doing it with you is even better. So, yeah, thank you for uh, for doing this now. We look forward to, to our time. Any tips of the hat, Tone? I got one tip of the hat to my friend at GameStop who actually, uh, I asked him if they were gonna, if anyone called dibs or if you could call dibs on the Legends Arceus poster hanging in the front. And he said, messaged me and said, yeah, when it comes down, it's all yours. And, uh, yeah, they didn't take it down, but he had another one in the back. So I have a humongous, uh, Legends Arceus poster and big shout out to him. That's Uh, awesome. Yeah, that's, uh. Yeah, I'm so happy I have that. Just because I love the game so much, I'm like, oh, any promo item I could have it have of it now, I would absolutely love and have a lot of posters. So I'm just like, yo, I'm so happy to have it. It'll be on my Instagram soon.
1: Oh, awesome, awesome. Cannot wait to see that.
0: Have about you, tip-tipping on anything? Ooh, uh, tip of the hat, tip of the hat, tip of the tip of the tip of the hat. I don't know.
1: I don't you have any nothing. tip- I got nothing. got nothing. I got no tips of the hat. Dude, there's nothing you. wrong with that. Tip to you huh? for coming up with some really solid questions.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I thought about them on my lunch break today. I was like, all right, let me really hit Bill with some... I want to get some some funny stuff in there, even though I was laughing through what I thought was the funniest things. I just can't control myself as like a little kid. Uh, I want to try some mix-ups and some, you know... I don't know, different non-gaming stuff and deeper stuff and not so deep stuff and game stuff. I don't know. I hope to do good. I feel like I could use some practice, but hopefully it was good enough. And after you, you know, have the episode interviewing me, which is probably going to be a nightmare for you because I, uh, despite well, the fact that I'm i have a scared, pod- <laughs> well, I get to like philosophical with everything sometimes i think so if you ask me one generic question it's gonna turn into well you know i i do think this and because you know sometimes i'm i start babbling a lot um so i'm sorry in advance to everybody including you but luckily (laughs) that's not for a little bit any wags um a couple like maybe a month ago we got uh chinese food and i got a fortune cookie i i can't describe it uh Any better than it's just a fortune cookie and on the plastic wrapper there's like a little girl on it. Um, Okay. And inside that fortune cookie there's uh I can't even call it a fortune. I mean that's just not true. It literally says on one side like no I there there is blue oceans in your future or something. And then on the back of the piece of paper it's there's like an advertisement for a cruise. That's so weird. That was is the, just,
1: like... Yeah, that's that's crazy.
0: That's just, like, destroying a, an ancient Chinese prophecy in, like, the worst way. Like, on the damn fortune cookie fortune? Like, really? Like, first I read it, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll see blue, whatever. Like, that's not really a good one. And then I saw the ad, I was like, wow, they put an advertisement on the back of the fortune cookie? Now that is such shit. And then I realized the fortune was just completely correlational with the friggin'... The advertisement on the back and i was like dude that is one of the one of the scummiest things i've ever seen in my life i think honestly yeah that's oh man i'd be so annoyed that's something you always look forward to at the end of a chinese food takeout night right the exactly
1: fortune. of course did you ever play that fortune cookie game growing up where you would like it's called fortunes in bed where you'd read the fortune but that at the end of it you'd say in bed Oh, I forgot about that. That was, was a fun little fortune cookie game. Like, <laughs> you you will that. die alone in bed. <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> well, I remember as a kid, this actually happened to me. I we got Chinese food, and I took the fortune cookie, and instead of opening the 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 plastic and just like cracking it, you know, in the middle, I just like crunched the whole thing in my in the palm of my hand and there was no fortune inside the cookie and i was convinced that that shit was magic i was like yo oh. i just tampered with something you can't break it like that other i'm like a how the hell did scenario that it was an- and you're a little kid so you really believe that i'm like dude right. what the hell That that just stuck with me forever but then i started crushing more and there were you know fortunes inside so <laughs> of course yeah that's just the guardians messing with a little kid i think but yeah you got any wags this week
1: I do have a wag. I actually have a wag at the Pokemon company.
0: What? For what?
1: I know. We've been we've been doing nothing but shaking our... Uh, Tipping our hats like crazy. Because Pokemon Legends Arceus is just like a 10 out of 10 uh, video game experience. However, <laughs> uh, I'm at the point in the game now where I've been doing literally nothing but shiny hunting. And uh, it, it's been a really fun time. I love catching shinies. It's totally cool. However i'm gonna wag my finger at the fact that some shiny pokemon are like a quarter of an eighth of a 16th of a shade different than their (laughs) regular color and that's that's bull honky grade a prime bull honky i like shiny gengar should be like a totally different color it should be like white or I don't know, green. I don't know, just something like opposite of purple, but no. He goes from dark purple to slightly... He looks like, just like, if you ever played a video game where, like, the Player 2 is just like a slightly <laughs> shadowed version of the Player 1 if you pick the same fighter or something, that's what it looks like. Like, it looks like the Player 2 in Super Smash Bros., but you both pick Donkey Kong. It's just like, Donkey's just like a little, a little darker, like they just turned the the darkness knob like up one click <laughs> Wag of the finger to that like look at lucario that go that dude goes from from a blue furry to a yellow furry it is <laughs> like stark difference and then you have like garchomp who's arguably one of the most badass pokemon that exists like a shark dragon are you kidding me dude's a nightmare shiny garchomp doesn't look uh, i think it's actually just the same color <laughs> i don't think it actually is different i think they just make it do a sparkle when it enters and they're like nah this is good
0: come on man come on man yeah i yeah i can't disagree with that some of these shinies are booty like we we live in an era where you have a golden magic and a red
1: gyarados and then y- you follow that up with with some some malarkey like like that and it just it hurts the soul
0: like Drapion, just like uh, a little shade. Dra- like, Drapion, just a shade difference.
1: And Skorupi is great. Skorupi turns bright red.
0: Ex- what is going on with that? Like
1: Skorupi goes bright red. Tangela goes from blue to green. Yeah. You just
0: don't Pony pick Tuff, the same color.
1: Don't get me started. Red to blue flames, that's sick.
0: Yeah, any like blue to purple, blue to green, green to blue, red to blue. Any colors that are like not the same is usually pretty good. You know what I mean? As long as it just looks different. But there's some
1: Pokemon that just don't. Yeah, I'm on board. Any other wags of the finger, Tone? No, that was a good one. Uh, We've both been playing Pokemon Legends Arceus since the last episode. Uh, Have you been playing any other video games or games in general besides Pokemon Legends Arceus?
0: Mm, I play Wordle every day. (laughs) Me too. But, uh, like stated earlier, Wordle is a... there used to be a game now I was still talking. maybe this is what planted the seed in my head, but on Game Show Network there was a show called Lingo and it was literally just Wordle. And now I heard you told me about Wordle and I'm playing it and I'm like, oh let me just download the Lingo app and play Unlimited Wordle and it's it's good. I like to wake up and challenge my brain in the morning.
1: I lost my first Wordle this week and I'm I I feel devastated.
0: Me too. Elder. Elder <sighs> It was humor for me.
1: Tricky, 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 tricky.
0: Yeah, I only uh, had one guess left, and I said tumor, and uh, no.
1: I think tumor was my guess before humor. I think I got humor on six. Ooh. I've also been playing one other game actually on my Twitch channel, Build the Fajita. I've just played through last night Kirby sixty four in the Crystal Shards. Did you really? Yeah, I hundoed it. Did uh, you really? Lot- It's a lot easier to hundo than I remembered it. Uh, I remember playing the game growing up and, like, it taking a while to play the game. But I did a 100% run in just under four hours.
0: Did you really? Yeah. Jeez, I gotta keep playing that. Then I put it down, like, months ago, even though it was me trying to pick it up from, like, years ago and be like, Oh, I could beat that boss I couldn't beat. And you 100%ed it in less than four hours? What does that say about me? I, I...
1: I honestly thought it was going to be like a, I was like, ooh, you know, we're going to play this tonight, and then uh, it'll be like a two-parter or something like that. I'll play it again next week, but nope. Beat the whole damn thing in four hours.
0: Dude, Even with the jumping at the end for the little sheets or whatever it is?
1: Oh, I didn't, no, I didn't do the, uh, sorry, I didn't do the collecting.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I got all the crystal
1: got all the crystal shards, though.
0: Oh, that's insane still, are you kidding me? That's really impressive
1: yeah thank wow. you
0: i would love to be able to do that with that game that's a game that i think is really cool and i would like to have in my knowledge library yeah tip 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 my hat to you for being able to do that that's really cool
1: appreciate that man uh pokemon uh shining pearl i've been doing my nuzlocke for that oh and, that's cool uh, yeah i just i just beat the seventh gym we lost uh, man i lost my uh Luxray this week oof and you know what? It was to a random encounter. I was just kind of being a horse's ass. I was like, "Ain't no way this is gonna happen," and like I encountered just like a wild Metacham. Metacham hit me with that high jump kick at the beginning, and it critted, and I died. Oof! It was a wild, like a wild Pokemon encounter. Got me. I was so that, bummed.
0: That yeah, that's unfortunate.
1: Well, I want to thank everybody here for listening to this podcast. It means the world. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it for you. Let us know what your favorite parts of the Nintendo Directo uh, were. You can find us on all streaming services, by the way. iTunes, Spotify, Google, uh, Captivate, and YouTube. You can follow us on all of our socials at GamesOfOurPod. And you can follow Tony at the Poker Rapper. On TikTok, Instagram, and Twitch. You can find myself, Bill, at Bill the Fajita. On Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Tony, take us away.
0: Getting to know your hosts episode was brought to you in front of a live studio audience in the new Mario Kart 848 course blunder pack. It was on recorded in front of a bunch of toads in one of those maps. See you next week. Thanks so much. Love y'all. Bye bye.